Hello, and welcome to Forward Church Online. In this weekly podcast, we hope that you'll have an encounter with God through inspired teaching and discover practical ways to help you live a life of purpose. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Pastor spoke a few weeks back on forgiveness and unforgiveness and the difference in those two. And so, but before I get into more of the meat of, of what we want to talk about tonight, I just want to put you, put you in the mindset of where I was when, when God began to deal with me uh, on this message I'll, I'll deliver. Um, you know, as, as he was speaking and I was sitting there, as, as we probably all do, as we're hearing a message and we're kind of, you know, asking ourselves, does that apply to me? Does that fit? No, I'm not like that. And so I was thinking, and, and the, the honest answer was, I really can't think of anybody that, that I really have anything against. I'm pretty good on that side. I forgive people because I understand. And, and as I've you know, spoken before, I really do keep that remember when attitude. I remember when I was that guy. I remember when it was me. So I was sitting there, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm pretty good on that. I don't really have an issue with forgiving people. Um, and God began to deal with my heart. Uh, and the, the one person that I do have trouble forgiving is me. I have trouble forgiving me. Just like Peter just said, you know, it'll take me my whole life to make it up to you. You know, and so I was, I was thinking about that, and, and Pastor and I spoke about that earlier, later, later that day, and, and, you know, I just knew that just as you spoke about your father, how he said, we'll, we'll work this out. You know, and, and I shared with you that day, the Lord spoke to me that morning sitting in here, and he said, we'll work this out. We'll work it out. Um, it's a process, just like a lot of things are. Um, but there was a quote that kind of came to mind, and that's that Jesus didn't die so that we would be perfect. He died because he knew that we never could. Right? It's, it's because he died that I even have a shot at grace, brother. It's because he knew beforehand, and, and that's what kind of brings us into this, and we're going to go in uh, into our word here in Mark chapter 16, verse 7, but it says, and this is from the, from the little video clip we just saw, this, this particular scripture we're about to read is just after uh, the women had gone to the tomb and, and the angel, uh, they'd seen him, he first told them, be not afraid, uh, you're seeking Jesus of Nazareth, he's not here, he's risen. Then he goes and he says, but go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going before you into Galilee, and there you will see him as he said to you. Um, and what really stuck out to me um, is I was saying, well, why did he say it like that? Why, was it, why didn't he just say, tell the disciples? Peter was a disciple. Why didn't he just say, tell the disciples that I'll meet him in Galilee? Um, and we, we know from the story that Peter had just finished the most, you know, well-documented denial of all time. I mean, Peter, Peter's denial wasn't that I wasn't called to preach or, really, I wasn't called to sing. He said, I don't even know the man. I don't even know who you're talking about. That's, that's as clear as you can be. That says, I got nothing to do with this guy. Um, I'm on my own. I'm just here. I'm another guy in the courtyard watching this mob bring a dude up here. I don't know who this guy is. Um, so... As, as blatant as it could be, Peter said, I've got nothing to do with him. Um, you know, it's that denial 
that's just like ours. Ours may not be quite as public. Ours definitely isn't as documented as Peter's was. Uh, but I've denied him myself. Maybe not in the same way. I've never said those words. I've never said I don't even know him. But I've denied him in my actions. I've denied him in, in my prayer time. I've denied him in my commitment to do what I know I should be doing. Um, just as we all have. There's, there's only a few of us perfect in here. Shelby, a couple others. Um, <laughs> that are here, but we've, we've all done that. We all have those times, um, but here's what I want to really focus on, um, is that it's my belief that there's three main reasons that our Bible says, and Peter. Three main reasons. The first one being, skip to, is that because all of those disciples had seen, everybody knew, everybody knew what Peter had done. They all knew that he had denied. So I believe the first reason was so that the other disciples knew it. So that the other disciples knew too that he specifically called Peter out. Peter, the same guy that said, I don't even know you, Jesus said, bring him. Bring Peter. Um, and that's because just like in, in today's time and church, you know, it's, it's sometimes the very people in the church that will kill you quicker. They'll throw you under the bus as fast as anybody else would, just like those disciples may have had that opportunity to do. And I believe that was just Jesus' way of taking that away from them before they got the rock in their hand. Bring Peter too. So they couldn't say anything because Jesus said bring Peter. He called him by name. He didn't call for Matthew or Mark. He said bring Peter. Um, so I believe that was, that was one key reason uh, that he that he did just that, um, but also in the in the scripture we know that once Peter had denied him, um, the Bible tells us that when Peter thought about it he began to weep, and and we know from our Bible that God says He ponders the heart, so He didn't have to be there. He knew in Peter's heart when he realized what he had done that he was remorseful, he was repentant, he knew he had done wrong, just like you and I do when we when we fall into those situations, into those things that we know we ought not be here. And we say, God, God, I knew not to do that, Josh. I did it anyways. I did it. You know, but it's because of that that he wanted all the other guys to see it. Wanted everybody to be, to be aware of that. Um, Jesus knew that Peter's denial was public, but just as he sees yours and my heart, he saw Peter's, and he knew that, that Peter wept. Uh, that's why I believe that he was singled out for that reason. Okay, the second reason that's important as well um, was for everybody else. Second reason being for Peter's sake. Because Peter needed to hear, just like you saw in the video, when, when he slowed down, he said, You called my name. You said me. You didn't say one of them, bring them. You said Peter. You know, just like the, the thoughts that I was going through and the in the beating of myself up or, you know, failing to forgive myself for the things that I've done, and we all have them, we got to let those things go. I believe that's one of the reasons that, that our scripture today tells us, and Peter, uh, so that Peter knew. I forgive you, man. I knew you were going to. I told you before you did it that you were going to. So if I told you beforehand you were going to, don't you think that I'm going to forgive you for it? It was already there. Uh, so 
you know, that's, that's another thing. It's just like us in our own lives, and, and we all have our own testimony. None of ours probably like Josh's. It's a little different. It's solid. It's got some punch behind it. But that testimony just tells us, man, if I can forgive that guy, and I can forgive this guy and, and, and that woman, you know, man, who, who else? I mean, Peter denied him worse than any of us ever had. He did it in front of everybody. He did it when they were about to kill him, right? I deny him at McDonald's just because I'm wanting to hurry up and get my French fries, you know? I mean, Peter was there watching him about to be crucified. They're dragging him up, and Peter says, uh-uh, not me. I don't know this guy. I don't know nothing about him. Um, it, it's, it's something powerful when you think about it and you wrap your head around the fact that, man, brother, he called my name. He said, and Lavelle. Him too. Bring that guy. I know what he's done. I know that he meant to do it. I know he planned it. But bring him too. You know, that's powerful. Uh, that, that's, that's a Savior that died on a cross. Sister, when he was hanging up there, you know what he thought? He thought, and Eloise. Bring her too. You know, the next part I want to talk about is kind of where we go after that, after he says to bring Peter as well. The Bible goes on in the book of John, chapter 21, to tell us the rest of the story. We've all heard it. The video just showed a little spot of it. Uh, the men had gone fishing. They had caught nothing. Uh, but as they neared the shore, they saw a man standing there. Um, they didn't come all the way up. And he asked him, have you any meat? And they said, no, we didn't catch anything. The Bible tells us, he tells them, you know, go back out, cast your net on the right, right? Do what's right, and you'll fill your net up, right? Anybody catch that little nugget right there? Yeah, go do what's right, and you'll fill the net, okay? So they go back out, again, not knowing that this was Jesus that they'd just seen on the shore. They didn't know that at the time. They go out, they fill the nets, and it was there on the boat that they realized it. And our Bible tells us that when when Peter realized from the boat that that was Jesus, the Bible says that he plunged himself into the water. The guy said, I've already denied him just a few days ago. That's him. There's a little water between me and him, but I ain't waiting on this, this oar to paddle me back. I'm coming out. I'm getting back up there. Sometimes we got to do that. Sometimes when you catch yourself and you realize that you're in that presence or when you realize that you're under direction of, of our Lord and Savior, of the Holy Spirit, that you've got to plunge yourself right away. Don't wait for, for the course to get back up there. Plunge yourself. Do exactly what Peter did. Leave the position you're in. See, Peter happened to be in a boat out in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, but he said, I'm gone. That's it. I'm out. He got in the water, and he began swimming back up to shore. When he got to shore, Jesus was there. The Bible tells us it's where they went. They had the, the breakfast. But in, in my Bible, it... It, uh, just as you begin, and, and most of yours are the same, it has kind of little headings for what's going on in this little group of scriptures. But the next part, when I, when I read this in, in my Bible, in John 21, uh, verse 15 through 17, my Bible tells me that this is titled as um, Peter, or Jesus Restores Peter. Right? That's what it says. Jesus Restores Peter. Uh, Let's just read this part. This is good stuff. So it says, When they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. 
He said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. And he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. See, he gave him direction. Each time he gave him something to do. Jesus doesn't ask us something without giving us some direction behind it. He'll show us the way. He'll tell us exactly what we do. Uh, you know, we, we just heard a, a good proverb that says that he'll direct our paths. That's exactly what we need. We just need somebody to direct us. We've, we've got enough things pulling us this way to that way and my own wants and my own desires uh, will take you all over the place, man. You'll, you'll look like one of those Smoky Mountain highways. Just be curves everywhere you look at. But if you'll let him, he'll direct you. He'll tell you exactly what to do. Go feed my sheep. You know? and, and one of the things that stuck out to me was the way that he did that. Um, he gave it a little bit different each time. Feed my lambs. I guess that would mean the younger ones. You know, our, our youth, Jamie Nash, go feed the lambs. Uh, we've, we've got to tend the sheep. I guess that would be more shepherding, herd them up. Josh, maybe tend them in the gym, put some of that on them. Yeah? Um, then we've got to feed the sheep. And we can do that. He, he gave all of us that instruction. You know, everybody's not to, to be up on stage to speak. God didn't call everybody to do that. Um, he, he called you to do it on your job. He called you to just share that extra smile at the drive-thru. Just one extra something that affected somebody that made that person say, what's up with that guy? <laughs> sure looked happy. You know, I, I, I want to be that guy. I want to be that way when I see somebody. It's, it's habit for me. If I'm in the drive-thru, if you ever hear me, you know, McDonald's or some of the restaurants, you can hear through the whole intercom inside. You'll know it if you, if you ever hear me outside ordering. Because it's yes, please, yes, thank you. You know why? Because what, what, what are you making, seven bucks an hour, seven a quarter in there? There's not a whole lot of respect from our society for somebody working that does that. But when, when they prepare my taco, which is usually where it's at because I'm a taco fan, <laughs> but when they're getting mine, they're going to hear me say, yes, please, thank you. You know, why not? It's just something as easy as me saying one extra word. That's just one extra breath that I'm about to consume in half of a burrito anyhow. So I've got to make room. That's giving me a chance to expand. It helps us, you know. But it's because of that, Josh, that I remember that I think about him saying Anne Lavelle. And when I read that scripture, I put my name in there. Bring him too, because I know. Some of you may not. We, we've all got our own testimony, but I know what mine is. And I know where he's brought me from. I know what he's delivered me out of and where I never, ever want to be again. Uh, more importantly, I know that he called my name. Brings us to our third, third reason that I believe our Bibles, every one of us in here holding one, your Bible will say the same thing mine does, whether it's a different translation or not. It's going to say, and Peter. The third reason was this. Because he knew that on May 21st, 2014, you were going to be sitting right here. He knew then that you would be right here today and that you would hear that he's calling your name. You specifically, Adam. He's calling you. How awesome is that? 
You know, the Bible says that he has the hairs on our head numbered. He knew exactly where you were going to be at right now. And he said, and Peter, bring that one. And that's to translate today that it's, it's as true today as it was back then, that this message is, is not a broad message, it's an individual message for each and every individual one of us, that we are loved, we are cared for, and that the one and only perfect Savior hung and died on a cross so that you could sit here tonight and realize, man, this is my opportunity. This is my chance to be restored. You know, uh, just as Jesus restored Peter, he's here tonight to restore some, some broken homes, some broken hearts, broken finances, whatever it is, whatever the situation, the same God that hung on that cross is right here tonight. ready to be Thanks for listening to this edition of Forward Church Online. We hope this has been a blessing in your life and that you'll share this and other great resources with your friends. We want to invite you to explore our webpage at www.myforwardchurch.org. There, you'll find online giving, church events, and so much more. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Twitter as there's always something happening around Forward Church. If you're ever in our area, we'd like to extend an invitation to come be a part of one of our live worship experiences. Thanks again for listening to the Forward Church online podcast. Have a great week.